So what sparked or piqued your interest, your viewing pleasure? Have you got any gripes you need to get off your chest? Got anything you want to celebrate that we may have missed as well? Just uh, I mentioned to Smithy as well the, the exclusion of Rachin Ravindra from the New Zealand side for that test match against Bangladesh. It just mystified me. Is it... I don't know, is it stress management, is it expectation management, because he is such a young man, but he looks to have all the tools, and everything we hear is he's a very mature, wise old head on young shoulders. He was ready to step up. He was on a on a, on a trajectory. He was in good form, and then he had to sit one out. They'll probably play him now um, with even more pressure than what he would have had had he played that first test match. Um, but we were comprehensively beaten, you'd have to say in that test match, which now um, you'd expect we would have minimum had a draw and a win in this test match. And of course there's more on it now with World Test Championship points up for grabs. So we're going to be chasing the carrot every test match from now on, such as the impact that a loss can have against a an opponent that ordinarily you should beat. Um, so you can call us on 0800 150 811. And on the White Ferns, I... I didn't watch it. Um, I listened to a little bit, but I found it quite dumbfounding that when your player that can take games away from people, I'm talking about Sophie Devine, and did she bat at five? Did she bat at one, two, three? She batted at four. And so the batters ahead of her had 40, 53 balls, nine overs, nine overs. Um, don't you give your best players the, the best crack at it? Uh, Susie Bates contributed reasonably well, 28 off 30. The other opener, 13 off 13. Maddie Green, who's a real, um, really important component as well, 43 off 28, but 127 runs just isn't enough in 20 overs, is it? And Pakistan got it with just about two overs to spare. And then when you look at our bowling stocks, uh, Leah Tahuhu, uh, just the two overs and went for 24 runs. We do miss Amelia Kerr, and I know while she's only, what, 9% of the team, she's probably increases our chances of winning by 20%, such as her class, and she will return for the next one as well. So keen to hear what your highlights, lowlights, observations, anything at all, what you barbecued, while we're still on that theme. While we barbecued, I had two lots of the gourmet sausages in the weekend. I had the spicy buffalo and blue cheese sausages. Oh, magnificent. That was yesterday. Had the straight pork ones. This is all from Westmere Butchery. Anyway, oh, I just love barbecue season and we're in it. 0800 150 811. Observations, complaints, celebrations. What do you got for me? Let's go to Mikey in Christchurch. G'day, Mikey. Oh, g'day, Staffy. Um, before I get on to what I want to talk about, um, if they don't pick um, Russian for the second test, I want answers. I want <laughs> someone to come out for New Zealand cricket, whoever's coaching that team, because I don't think it's steady at the moment. And I want their explanations and their reasons. Mm. Um, because for a guy who's, um, as you say, is running red hot at the moment, or was, we don't know now, um, supposed to be very good against spin, um, you know, a good part-time bowler or possibly... You know, it could be quite handy there as well. Um, there's a couple of batters in the All Black um, team who, man, they just seem to be past their use by date or are desperately out of form. Um, Nichols and Latham, of all people, he, he, he's on fire for a while. Um, I just think we need some new blood, eh? 
Yeah, and you talk to people that know um, the next tier down better than me, and these guys ready. These guys ready, and, and a lot of our established guys are too hit and miss for me, if you know what I mean. Seemingly recently, and um, yeah, I mean, okay, Nichols double century, which was good on him and fantastic, but I mean, God, there's about another 20 innings out either side of it, well, before that and just recently, it just hasn't performed, and like, this is not a very good start to our um, trying to get this, you know, World Test Championship thing underway. If we lose this game, uh, or even draw it, we'd, it'd be the first time we've ever lost to Bangladesh over in Bangladesh. So, you know, these are <laughs> a bit sick of all these records we keep breaking and <laughs> a couple of codes uh, on the wrong side of the ledger. Um, but uh, I wanted to ask you, did you see um, on the Sunday program, might have been a week or two weeks ago, the interview with Razor Robinson? No, I didn't. I would recommend yourself and whoever hasn't seen it to go onto TVNZ On Demand and watch it, because if you want to get to know your new All Black coach, this gives you an amazing insight into what he's all about. Oh, is that the um, one that, that Sumo did, Scotty Stevenson did? Yes, it is, yeah. Razor, yeah, I saw him promote it on his... Um Instagram that it was even he learned a lot about the man. So yes, I will do that. Yeah, because I mean, look, you think of all the coaches in the past um, who we don't kind of get to know except in you know press conferences and stuff. And what do you sort of get out of that? This is a real insight into who he is, what he's about, what the future holds, and it sounds just desperately exciting. Um, and and what he's going to bring to the game in theory. So yeah, if you haven't seen it. Get on to it. Brilliant. Good recommendation. I'm about that, Mikey. Thank you, sir. No worries. Cheers, mate. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Let's go down to Dunedin, who hosted the cricket, and they'll host the next one as well. Cliff, g'day, Cliff. Yeah, morning, Staffy. Good you had a good weekend uh, of golf. It's always nice to go and play and no special things. Yeah. Um, I listened to, um, there's a chap on, he pops up on on my Facebook, I'm following him. He interviews um, ex-All Blacks and ex-Rugby League players. Do you know the guy? Oof. I can't think of his name. He, uh, oh, uh, not James Marshall. James Marshall. I can't think of that. That's his name. But yeah, there's a guy, and he interviews all the old guys, and he goes through their career and talks about them, and it's really good. And, and, and Ian Kirkpatrick was one of the ones he spoke to oh, probably a month ago. I, I, I listened to him. And it's a real good look. And he, yeah, Ian Kirkpatrick was a great, great guy. You know, a, a great man to listen to. And, um, yeah, interesting stuff. So, but going back to the to the cricket, I touched on Smitty this morning. And then I listened to um, the announcer, one of our boys, or one of the boys on who came on and spoke, um, the South African lad who, who commentates. I've just Grant Elliott. Now. Grant Elliott. Grant Elliott. And look, I found Grant was, uh, sounded like he was a bit of a cheerleader. He, he's probably so damn close to that side because he's played with a lot of them mm. that he couldn't really say anything regarding the decisions they've made going into this test and anything going forward in it. And it was just a hard listen, you know. It definitely, um, Ravindra should have played. You can't, he was making uh, suggestions that, Oh well, it's white ball and it's not test. Well, if it was a twenty twenty games he played and he'd done pretty reasonable, I would have thought, well, 
it's a big step up in the test match. But that guy, he was class in 50 overs. He had to set himself up for innings. He didn't just go out there and, and lay into it straight away. And that guy deserved to be on, on the field. And uh, you know, I just, it was a real struggle listening to him uh, just downplaying. We don't lose to Bangladesh. And now we've lost to them home and away just recently. And, and it's almost like, well, it doesn't seem to matter. And I want to hear from Stead. I want Stead on the radio telling me that the the, the Black Caps are playing for their shirt. They're playing for us. We don't want them losing to bum sides. And look, I'm not being tough on Bangladesh, but they are second level. And we are are top level. But Mm. it looks like we're quite happy to drop down into their level. Mm. The amazing thing to me, and again, just looking on the scorecard, Tim Southey was our second top scorer at 34. Now, no disrespect to Timmy Southey. He's he's not a great batter, and he got 34. Um, Daryl Mitchie, 58. And then Ish and Devon got 22. I mean, Ish, Sodi, third equal highest run scorer. So that's our 9 and 10 um, blousing our top order against the same bowling arsenal. It's it's not great, and I'm damn sure Ratchin would have got more than Henry's. I know hindsight. What did Henry get? 16 odd in the first innings, two in the second innings. Um, but I've long said in the New Zealand cricket team, if you get a hundred, you're safe for ten matches. You better get another hundred, and then you'll be safe for another ten matches. I think we've got better depth than that, and to have Ratchin in the grandstand was mystifying, Cliff. Yeah, well, it's like it's like the old days of John Parker, Dag Parker, they called him. He would get 100 when he was just about out the door. And suddenly he was back in for another three or four test matches. And then the pressure would go back on him and he'd nip another one out. Nichols, even Latham, to me, the guys are both struggling. And probably they've had a lot of cricket. Well, especially Latham. It wouldn't have hurt him to have even stepped out of this game and given Ravindra an opening batting on the side. Mm. To me, to me... They had every opportunity. Look, Luke Ronke is coaching this team, but he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to come out and talk about this after the match. And I want to hear him say something about how this team went in this test match. Or he'll just they'll just wash it over, and then they'll talk about the lead up to the next one. Yeah, that's well, it. We won't know what happened about the first because they don't want to talk about it. Mm. And that's that's disappointing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just I I feel like that result in that first Test match might lead to a little bit more blooding of younger players in the home summer of cricket because we were exposed. We were exposed, both in selection, but the ones that were selected um, didn't kick on. I, I don't I don't think there will be change. I think we'll come back home and Stead will take over again and he'll, he'll look at the same 12 jokers and he'll go, Oh, that's my boys. That's that's the fellas I've seen on my in the changing room for the past three or four years, and I'm quite comfortable with them. Even though we've just lost to Bangladesh, I'll give them all another go. This Sony been in that team for ten years, and he's he's never performed really well in any test matches. But he he keeps getting picked again. I I just wonder. Guys sort of come and go in cricket, and they've never had a look. Mm. Mitchell was it took too long to pick Mitchell, and probably did the same with Conway. They could have probably picked him earlier than they did. But Mitchell was definitely a guy that should have been in the side two or three seasons earlier. 
Yeah, yeah, he didn't get much of a crack. In fact, I think they picked Conway as soon as they could because he had his eligibility issue. He had to naturalise as a New Zealander or something like that, and I think he got, he did get straight in. But he plays every test. Um, Daryl Mitchell plays every test now. Kane Williamson plays every test. We've got, we've got seven or eight there, but they seem loath to change the other three, don't they? Yeah, uh, it's a, there's some class players, like you say, Kane, Mitchell... Conway, Conway's a wee bit out of form. He's getting caught. He's trying to sweep. He's getting caught off uh, and playing on his pads. But but to me, yeah, like you said, there's probably half a dozen or six, six or seven of them that deserve to be there. The other guys are just hanging in there. It's like a good keen squad. Uh, someone will carry them as though oh, we're expected to beat Bangladesh because they had three of their best players out. And they should have rolled them, really, even even playing them away. But they stood up, and, and we didn't, except for Kane and, and Mitchell. And, and the the, the bowlers bowled, bowled the openers bowled reasonably well, but the rest of them, well, it was pretty average. Mm. Even Phillips took five wickets. I think he took four wickets in the first dig, and, and he scored some runs, and uh, we don't talk much about him. But anyway, Cliff, always appreciate your calls, buddy. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day down there. Thank you very much. Cheers, buddy. Uh, one more call before the break. Let's go to Face. G'day, Face. Steph, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Calico, Calico, Calico. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, Calico. I know. Whoever the Wanganui oh, whisperer sent us through Calico. Oh, no. I owe him a beer. Yes, you do. Brilliant. Yeah, I've got a 14 to close on the toad at 7. Sensational. You love it when that happens. Never, never look like losing. Mm. Fantastic right too by Lisa uh, Alpress, actually, because she can sometimes mix them up a bit. But, um, um, the, um does everybody realise that um, Rocky is the standing um, Yeah, because um, he was on TV last uh, I think the night before, might said, the night defending his selections, saying um, this squad has already been pre-selected and we're sticking with it. And the hairy jab this morning, his insight might be spot on because he said, I don't think you'll see Russian Ravinda play in um, Bangladesh or when the team come home. Wow. 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 I know. I know. It's just something's up, eh? It's almost like there's a political political standoff between White Ball and Red Bull somewhere. But um, yeah, I'm quite astonished by that. Ronke was just uh, absolutely adamant that yeah, this is our squad and we're sticking with it. Mm. That's it. It's, it's it's pig-headedness, Graham, isn't it? It's like we, like Ronky instead, they're better cricket brains than me, I know. But if they could just give us an explanation, a palatable explanation, I'm prepared to listen to it. I'm prepared to hear some reason. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. That's all. That's all. Everybody wants to hear. Mm. And you say, okay, now I understand. You know, but um, but yeah, until you hear that, everybody's speculating, but they don't want to put out the fire either. Mm. You know, they're happy for it to, to fester away. It's crazy. Mm. The punters and the supporters that get pissed off. Yep, that's it. That's it. Awesome, mate. All right, where are you today? Um, I'm just on my way over to uh, Wainuiamata. Oh, lucky man. Lucky man. Yeah. Good on you, buddy. Okay, mate. Take Thank care. You. See you, boy. Um, Fred has said if the All Blacks can blood young up-and-comers with no worries, then why are the Black Caps so against it? 
there's young talent going to waste out there. I feel sorry for any young player out there seeing no long-term futures. Cheers, Brent. We do hold on to cricketers, don't we? I think of most sports, though, if you think about domestic New Zealand cricket to international cricket, it is a massive step. But I think you've got to throw players a bone. Like, look, look how long they stuck with Finn Allen. He got so many opportunities after opportunity after opportunity, and now he's back in domestic. But I didn't mind them giving him a lot of opportunities, and I think he will play for New Zealand again. But Raj and Ravinda at the top of his game. I could wax on about it all the time, but I do have to take a break. Love to hear your calls. 0800 150 811.